Welcome back. This is the We Spin Local Network podcast. I'm Adam Moore. Today I'm joined by another special guest. Uh, this is a guy with over had over 5,700 passing yards at Ohio State, over 1,100 yards rushing yards, 68 total touchdowns. Was the 2006 All American and the 2006 Heisman Trophy winner, Troy Smith. How you doing, Troy? Very good. Thank you for having. Me. Hey, thanks for being here, man. This is uh, this is a great honor for me. Big fan, so I, I appreciate it. So, Thank you. I got first thing I got to ask about. Cleveland Glenville. Yes. Tar blooder. Yeah. Most intimidating mascot of all time, in my opinion. It's well, the only one. Too. Oh, oh my gosh. Across the nation. Yeah. Uniquely, uh, you know, I got a chance to graduate from Cleveland Glenville, and the story behind the mascot is basically all of the work that it took to build the school. Basically, took place over a set of train tracks. So they were saying that the train tracks and the blood and the sweat that went into creating the school created a tar blood. Glenville tar blood. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of a scarier mascot than a high school football team. It's like it's like a it's like a heaped up robot that can float. He can also do some different things. He's kind of like Iron Man a little okay. bit, but he's- Plays pretty good football too, I imagine. He's like, a, he's like an inner city Iron Man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, you played with uh, Ted Ginn at, uh, at uh, Cleveland Goodville. I can't imagine. That's gotta be a, a scary thing for other opposing high schools that have both I, I played with and Ted a, Ginn. I played with a list of superstars here. Dante Widner. I mean, we actually got some guys that are serious standouts. I didn't play alongside some of these younger guys, but you got Marshawn Lattimore, that's from Cleveland Glenville. Frank Clark, that's from Cleveland Glenville. Um, Justin Hardy, who's a standout all throughout football in the NFL from Cleveland Glenville. I mean, I know I'm missing some guys, Pierre Woods, Darius Hyde. We got a bunch of guys, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's all because of Ted Ginn Sr. without his tutelage, without him. We wouldn't be who we are as men or athletes. So he's the best. Yeah, there's some dudes up there. That's yeah, for sure. man. Yeah, it is. Tell yeah. me a little bit about Ohio State. Obviously, you know we're local. We're here in Ohio. I graduated from Ohio State. We're all big fans. What I mean, what's it like suiting up in the scarlet and gray and going out in front of 100,000 people and playing football? It's incredible. First off, um, at first it takes your breath away. Um, it's a it's an experience that if you have children and they are you know interested in college. And going into college in the Midwest, it would behoove you to send your kid to Ohio State. A lot of fun. Um, the infrastructure has totally changed since I've been there. Uh, we are doing nothing but getting bigger and in a good way imploding. So from the campus on out, it's becoming what Columbus is all about. Life, vigor, excitement, being young, young professionals, et cetera, et cetera. So Ohio State for me was great gave me a chance to embark on a lot of different things, being from Cleveland, from Ohio, from smaller portions. Absolutely. Tell me, what's the, what was your favorite memory, or what's your favorite game uh, at Ohio State? My favorite game, honestly, was when we got a chance to win the national championship in 2002. Yeah. Um, I was a jitterbug, I was a baby, I was super young. Uh, I was pushed around, I was made tough. During those times, I actually had to play the actual tailback of the other team for a scout team during our championship run. And a senior at the time, a guy by the name of David Thompson, popped me one series, and that's when I made my jump to quarterback. I didn't want to do anything else. <laughs> you didn't want to get hit anymore. I just remember being stunned, and I didn't want to feel that again, so. Yeah. 
little bit more protection in the quarter. For sure. Well, he kept your knee intact, I see. I know the, the, the Miami game, it was a pretty bad injury on for a running back for Miami, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, those type hits usually don't fly when you're hitting the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the game is refereed totally different nowadays, but the quarterbacks remain pretty safe. Right. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing at all. I would, I would argue that the most infamous game you probably ever played was uh, the game of the century. I want to hear just a little bit about one versus two, Ohio State versus Michigan, at home versus Columbus, ch national championship on the line. Tell yeah. me about that game a little bit. So it was huge. Um, the week building up was incredibly nerve-wracking. As much as we back then wanted to act like we were just calm and cool, it wasn't. It was everything that the pageantry behind the game offers. Uh, building up to the game, you know, all of the speculations and the talk was obviously around the Heisman Trophy, was around us being undefeated. Michigan, and I'm not taking anything away from them, but I am taking something away <laughs> Take from them. Take it all away. Michigan is not that good now. <laughs> we need them to come back to prominence, but this is when Michigan was kicking butt and they were formidable yeah. across the board. And uh, it's a hard-fought game, man. And thank you, Sean Crable, for that, that late, uh, you know, out-of-bounds personal foul. Yeah. You got a chance to continue to drive, and the rest is his. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll follow right into, into that into that next game. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a sore spot. but Yeah, uh, it's a sore spot. Ohio State, serious? Florida. I, I, we won't have to talk about the rest of the game, but I want to talk about that first play. So you're sitting on the sideline right next to Coach Tress. Kick, opening kickoff, yeah. take in, takes it to the house. What's going through your mind? That Florida's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got them right where we want them. And then you, you can't even describe why that would happen because the 10 other guys on the field with Ted love him to death. They created the path that he made to, to get to the end zone. Right. You know what I mean? So nobody maliciously tried to hurt him. It was just incredibly freakish, yeah. flukish. Uh, myself as a player back then should have done a little bit more. I couldn't, uh, and it sucked that day. I didn't do a good job back then of apologizing to the fans because it was delusions of grandeur. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't know back then who I was becoming and what I was becoming. And yeah, I wish we could have done better that day, man. But but we got great teams now, and uh, I love Ryan Day. We were spoiled with a couple of years of great quarterback play, and we're going to see what we got now. Yeah, good. As far as quarterback play coming up at Ohio State, it's a bright, bright future. You think so? I think so. I hope so, man. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of critical of the QBs because I love the position. Well, you would know more than I do. Yeah, so we'll see what we got in the first third long. There you go. First third long, if that guy can stare down the barrel and complete it, and we looking good. We'll see what we yeah. got. Yeah, awesome. Who, who was the best player that you've ever played with or against at Ohio State? So, I mean, I can toss up a couple different guys. Uh, depends on your genre and what you like. But I, I would say one of the most talented because I am an overachiever myself. Uh, the most talented, hardworking guy that seriously that I played with, he beat the odds time and time again was Antonio Pittman tailback from Akron, Ohio. Akron booked him. Um, he was incredibly slender, but he played strong and powerful and fast and said probably two or three words a game 
and his game spoke volumes. Uh, I've said it time and time again that with how he came into the situation, the underdog, for him to step up and be the type of player that he was for us, can't, can't really describe it. Now, don't get me wrong, we've got other talented people. And across the board, you know, guys like Santonio Holmes, Anthony Gonzalez, Terry and Jr. Another guy that didn't really get his just due, but he was incredible talent. He was before the the uh, Aaron Hernandez type mode. It was a guy by the name of Louis Irizarry. And Louis was from, I, I can't remember exactly which portion of Ohio he's from, but he's an Ohio kid. He was a talented tight end. He was like 6'4", 6'5", and could seriously run with the best of them. But, you know, the game is the game, and the off-the-field stuff is the off-the-field stuff. But yeah. I've been around a gang of talented people. Did you mention something about NFL, too? Or? Yeah, you can. So the NFL, I would definitely have to say the most menacing and one of the most talented ones was Ray Lewis. Yeah. Um, I had great teammates in Baltimore. Uh, Ed Reed is a brother of mine who taught me a lot, incredibly talented as well. Samari Roll, Jonathan Ogden, I got a chance to send him out with the win because we beat the Blitzburg Steelers at the end of the year. <laughs> so I, I had some good times, man, and then God rest his soul, the guy that taught me so much, Steve McNair. Yeah. Uh, was like a father figure to me when I first came, and then tragically, we all know what happened, but he taught me a well, I appreciate you kind of reminiscing with me again as a, as a huge fan. This is awesome to talk to you about no all, all these things as I watched as a kid on the couch uh, watching you play. It's cool to get to talk to you about those no things. But that's not what you're here for. Look around. We're, we're in Urbana, Ohio. Yeah. Urbana, this is the, the, the old Urbana University campus here. And you guys have football camp coming up uh, July 9th through 11th, the yeah. Charging Heisman Elite Football Camp. Tell me a little bit about, about that and how you got involved with Braxton to put this camp together. So the Charging Heisman Elite Football Camp, just like you mentioned before, will be from July 9th through July 11th. I uh, came about this whole situation through our brotherhood at Ohio State with Braxton Miller and with his uncle Paul Miller, uh, Greg Oden, Brandon Miller as well. Um, the football camp is geared towards kids who want to get better at football all across the board. So from ages 8 to 10, 11 to 14, and 15 to 17, we're teaching fundamental skills on how to be a better football player, and then also fundamental skills on how to be better men, better women, because you know women are crossing the board too if that's the play with football, you know. So whichever ways that we can help create and make better choices, we are here for that. And then we have a, uh, a secret kind of like knockout punch within the cuisine world. We got a guy by the name of Chef Mike Gaston. Uh, he's probably one of the best kept secrets around. If you don't believe me, show up at the camp, and then we'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> so I think uh, you know if you're if you're a high school age kid watching this right now, I think you know you told him a little bit about what to expect. I, I think I've I've heard some rumors or some names about some of the people who might be here. Can you shed a little light on who may be here to to kind of show their face or influence and uh, kind of be involved in the camp? So I could shed a lot of light but I'm only going to shed a little bit. Perfect. I'll give you a couple people and incredibly pronounced and well-known people in this area. Uh, some of them are former Buckeyes. Some of them are athletes, professional athletes now. But, I mean, if this guy didn't give me my start, who knows where I would be. Uh, that's my head coach, Jim Tressel. He will be in attendance July 9th. Uh, he's the president of Youngstown State University, so he's incredibly and super 
busy. Him giving us whichever amount of time that he has endears me to him even more. So he'll be here, uh, come out and talk some talk some uh, football with him, rub some shoulders with him. Uh, Football-wise, talent-wise, we definitely will have some of our Ohio State brethren, uh, Beanie Wells, Antonio Pittman, Tiggy, and Jr. And then also, professionally, I don't want to throw any anchors out there, but just know <laughs> we're going to have some professional athletes and know that sometimes their schedule changes. Yeah. So some of them might be able to come, some of them might not be able to come, but you'll still have the core group of guys from Ohio State there that's going to be dealing with your children. That's awesome. And I'll ask you this question. I asked Braxton yesterday, but I think you're going to be uh, better at answering the question. What color vest is Jim Tressel going to wear when he comes to town? You know what? Because it's extremely warm, what I do know about Tress, and I like to call him dad, what I do know about my dad is he switches it up now. He doesn't have to be so, you know, buttoned up and uptight with the deal because I've always teased about the sweater vest so you know I'm, I'm thinking maybe he's coming casual maybe some some you know some dry fit gear maybe maybe a maybe a golf like open vest all right i'm saying yeah. unzipped like, yeah, right right, right. <laughs> definitely unzipped maybe a quarter of it is <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so what i mean what are you guys' long-term plans for the camp or can you talk a little bit about, you know, this is your first annual charging Heisman Elite Camp. Yeah. What's the long-term plans? So the long-term plans, because believe it or not, I am a Springfield boy. Uh, I went to Highland Elementary School as a baby. I was in this area. So our long-term plan is to be a staple and a mainstay in this area to help kids, to help this situation that pretty much the pandemic let us know that there are some ill wills in this world and collectively handle it together. Uh, the football portion in Ohio kind of takes care of itself. Uh, we love football avidly. Um, we put the fan in fanatic. Um, there's a reason why we've had some success with that. So we can always get to that. But there's a vocational piece that we want to do with the school and the camp to where we want to really help the kid off the field with choices. Uh, the greatest thing that you can control is your attitude and also that goes hand in hand with your choices. So this is what we want to harp on. This is what we want to preach uh, to be better men and women, uh, for the young lads to treat young girls better, and then for young ladies to respect themselves and know that from the beginning they can have their own. You don't have to worry about work like <clears throat> seriously branching out and hoping that somebody else helps you. Help you build a platform and a template for you to win right now. That's awesome. July 9th through 11th, the Charging Heisman Elite Football Camp right here in Urbana, Ohio. Troy, thanks for coming out. Thanks for talking uh, talking with us about it. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thank